0: I'm Franny Benali. This is
1: Klaus Lundeqvam.
0: I'm Matt Letissier. Dean Hammond's here. And you're listening to In That Number. Here is Letissier. Here's the reply. Barry Bahar's History made.
1: It's James Beattie.
0: and he's got it in as well and Danny Ings has done it again
2: Thanks for checking out In That Number with me, Kevin the Moscow Mush Milverton and Ray Hunt Find me on Twitter at Moscow Mush and my co-host Ray Hunt at RayHunt84 Follow the show at number Podcasts on Twitter, in that number podcast on Instagram and Facebook. If you've got any questions for the show, if you can be bothered, send us an email to in that number podcast at gmail.com. Leave us a five star review on iTunes or wherever it is you get your podcasts. Share, subscribe and give us good vibes. Let's go. In
0: that Welcome to another episode of In That Number. This is episode number 133. Uh, title, Mush.
2: We're going with the Mike Dean show.
0: (laughs) Okay, but the real title, (laughs) Moosh,
2: is Dismayed in Chelsea. Dismayed
0: in Chelsea, yes. Today, we have to chat over our trip to Stamford Bridge on Saturday afternoon and we'll preview our visit of Leeds United after the international break. Tim will be joining us to help us with that. Uh, We also have goal and player of the month for September to announce all this and more but first, I bring in the Moscow mush Kevin Milverton. say hello, Kevin. Hello, you're <laughs> thanks <laughs> how how are you after after that yesterday dismayed
2: i I am dismayed, you know uh yeah, we I mean, just we expected to lose, but we didn't expect to lose in this fashion, and yeah, our hopes were definitely brought up before everything came crashing down but yeah i'm I'm Actually, still fairly positive, as I'm sure we'll find out in this podcast. I, don't worry, I'll turn that around, Kev. Don't
1: worry. <laughs>
2: I wanted to ask you last week actually. Um, yeah, how are you? Have you got any fuel in your car? Uh,
0: I do, yeah. I mean, we, we only fill up every uh, every two weeks, so we filled up last Sunday, no problem. It's a bad situation, but hopefully, I mean, he's getting the army in now to uh, to drive the tankers, <laughs> so.
2: Sure, that's what I signed up for, but you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just happens of fuel delivery driver. I mean, it's not. It is not the first time it's happened. It happened under Blair when there were those fuel protests, around. that's about twenty years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Fun times. Or not? Yeah. Uh, but how are you, anyway, Kevin? How's your week been? Um, all right. Yeah, busy as usual. And uh, yeah, today a little bit later than planned because uh, I'll tell you what. Let's see if I can show you. I'm actually surrounded by lovely new double blazing.
0: Oh, yeah. I thought you had a bit of artwork at the back there. I can see your face and your arse at the same time.
2: <laughs> that's just a reflection. No, that's usually um, the case anyway. <laughs> I should really put some trousers on.
0: <laughs> yes, not a great sight. Yeah, that, I'm definitely
2: dismayed now. <laughs> a Shame. Uh, but yeah, we're going to have, have that all put in. And um, clearing the flat slightly of all the crap that we built up over the years. And you're moving out? Yeah, just temporarily, once you get there. a bit of work done. Blitz, blitz, creek, um, attitude to, uh,
1: remont as they call it here. Really? Okay. <laughs> uh,
2: but yeah, just do doing some fundamental work on the flat. just the whole bloody lot: floors, so, walls, bathroom, kitchen, you name it. So the whole the whole tower block, the whole everyone's whole. Oh, yeah. shebang. <laughs> I hope we don't affect anyone below us. Yeah, <laughs> if we do. yeah but there's no windows on the balcony at the moment, which is a bit annoying when it was raining. Oh, dear. But yeah, so that's keeping us busy. I bet. I bet. Right. Um.
0: Before we get into the news, the usual, a quick reminder, buy me a coffee if you appreciate what we do uh, and you feel you'd like to buy us a pint, then please head over to buymeacoffee.com forward slash in that number. Uh, a, a big, massive thank you uh, for the last few donations we've received. Dan Fox, Tony Mears, you are all incredible. Thank you so much. So they, overall, that's uh, Scott Gorman, Rob Spurl, Timmy B, Greg Tilling, Dan Fox, Tony Mears. Big love for you all. Um, if we ever get the chance to meet up, the drinks will be back on us because, yeah, you're the greatest.
2: Yeah or hold you to the phone
0: yes um and also uh if you're listening to to us on apple podcasts you may not see our our brilliant artwork that goes with each and every episode that the moscow mush and me spend a lot of time doing um so yeah make sure you check out our artwork from each episode and you can see that on our twitter or instagram feeds but yeah it's definitely worth having a look
2: yeah, and uh, shout out to Connor as well for the, the photoshopping. Yeah, Connor haven't. does
0: everything for us and photoshopping. So, yeah, again, thank you to him.
2: Uh, shall we get into the
0: ITN news then, Mush? Go on yeah. then.
2: This is ITN In That Number News.
0: OK, ITN News then. Our fourth round Carabao Cup tie against Chelsea at the bridge uh, now has a date. It is scheduled for Tuesday the 26th of October and that is a 7.45 kickoff. off so How about that then, Kev, a return to the bridge. Fantastic. Christ. Uh, Stuart Armstrong nearing a return to full fitness, as we know, because he was named on the bench yesterday. Unused. Uh, he's also been selected for Steve Clark's Scotland squad, so it'll be very interesting to see uh, if he's used much
2: there. Yeah, and on the subject of Stuart Armstrong, I saw an interesting comment from Ralph in the press that, yeah, he was kind of quite critical of Armstrong, saying that he needed to to work hard to get back in the team and that he wasn't up to scratch and that sort of thing. I don't know if it came, came across a bit of a, a dig, when maybe where it didn't need to be, just that he's, you know, still recovering from injury and unfit. So he'll need time to work back into the squad would have been better phrasing. Than
0: yeah, I think it might have just been there lost there. in translation. I'm hoping it is anyway. But then again, we don't know what's going on behind behind uh, closed doors, do we? There could could have been a so, run between the two, but I don't really want to read too much into it. Um, I didn't expect him to be part of the squad at all yesterday. The fact that he was is, 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 well, it's a massive positive, but, you know, he didn't get on when you could have brought him on.
2: Yeah, I and mean, you think if you didn't bring him on in that second half, what was the point in him being on the bench? at all? I
0: did think that, yeah. Like I said, it will be very, very interesting to see what Steve Clarke does with, with him in, in that Scotland squad. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, player and goal of the month for September.
2: This was a fun one, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, especially the goal of the month. <laughs> um, I mean, thank fuck we scored against Sheffield United, otherwise we wouldn't have had a goal to choose from. No, nope. it would have been the first time, wouldn't it? Yeah, I and mean, we did have that, that infinite month of the goal. Yes. <laughs> did I say infinite? I mean, it felt yeah. like infinity. Um, I meant infamous, of course. Uh, month of the goal under Mark Hughes. But yeah, uh, it, this is you know, almost new depths. Um, anyway, we had the, the wondrous choice of uh, Salisu's goal against Sheffield United and uh, Ibrahim Diallo's in the same mm-hmm. match. And uh, with 71% of the vote, it goes to Mosulisu.
0: That's criminal. <laughs> I don't know how that beat
2: Diallo's header. I really don't. I, I, I voted for Diallo's, but, you know, I think maybe people just didn't remember. And so who' is being playing better. So,
0: yeah, I don't know. it's a democracy. The people have spoken, but I'm not happy about it.
2: <laughs> yeah, You want a people's vote, should <laughs> put it to another vote? Yes, um, all right, and then uh, player of the month. We had a lot of trouble. It was difficult. For yeah. All the wrong reasons. I mean, there's a you know a couple of players that are nailed on. And uh, the uh, third and fourth place was tough. So if you don't agree with our choices, yeah, do know that it wasn't an easy thing to do. Um, all I sudden,
0: guess we were just picking out the ones that sucked the least, really, weren't we? So it was difficult.
2: I, I wouldn't say that's fair because there have been some brilliant performances in there. But I think you know barring a couple that there have been some really poor performances in with some some fantastic performances and
0: those fantastic performances although well, fantastic performers only had like one game so it's difficult to award them player of the month or even being contention for it it's, it's it's difficult
2: yeah and these are games that we've mostly drawn so um yeah they weren't particularly memorable either um yeah all the same uh gave you a choice of jack fucking stevens Mohamed Salisu and Tino Livramento, And uh, it wasn't particularly close, I must say. Oro Romeo got 3% of the vote. Hush. <laughs> um, Jack Stevens, 19. Salisu, 22. And of course, Tino Livramento sweeps it with 56% of the vote. You got majority, mate.
0: I honestly thought it was going to be more than 56% of the vote, though.
2: Yeah, me too. <laughs>
0: I mean, we were we were arguing over who's going to be the third and fourth choice, and I just thought to myself, well, does it really does it really matter? Because we know that Tino's going to get it. But there again, I would have said that Diallo would have got the goal. So
2: who knows? I think, yeah, maybe the thinking of Jack fucking Stevens was good when we had him. Uh, we didn't lose when we had him. And now that he's gone, we don't look as good. So we could maybe give it to him on that. But um, yeah, Remy <laughs> Um, really, he, had, he had a good game yesterday I think Um, and it was, yeah, it was he was just poor against Wolves I think that just burned in the memory really didn't
0: it yeah and see so Forster got us into the next round of the cup but he only had the one game
2: yeah so, I really wanted to put him in but
0: uh, not even in contention
2: nah. oh, Sorry, mate. Well, maybe next month
0: Lone Watch then a uh, little bit of news to go through in the Lone Watch uh, Kane Ramsey uh, drew 1-1 with Plymouth away uh, on Tuesday nights, uh, but he was taken off after 51 minutes. You know, under unusual circumstances, he was struggling to breathe. It was really, really scary stuff. He wasn't looking too good. Um, it was said to be an allergic reaction.
2: Yeah, I mean that—that—that's that, just what it was. I mean, I don't know exactly what the allergic reaction was, but yeah, you said he wasn't looking particularly good. Someone said that he uh, looked like he'd done 10 rounds with Usyk. Mm, yeah,
0: scary. Very, very scary stuff. Considering what happened with um with Christian Eriksen in the Euros as well, it's just you never want to see it. But um sure. yeah, as I say, he's feeling much, much better now. He, he so much so that he played full 90 minutes in Cruz's 2-2 home draw with Cambridge on Saturday. And guess what? He picked
2: up his customary booking. That Proves he's back to his usual self, I suppose. Yeah, definitely. I mean, literally within hours, he posted on um. Social media on Twitter saying, like, yeah, I'm feeling fine. I think he just had he had the medication, you know, in his locker or whatever, and um, just had to take that, and then it went. So, yeah.
0: Good stuff. Uh, they've moved up to 22nd in the league now, a point behind Charlton uh, to move out of the relegation zone. Good job, and Trapper, aren't they? <laughs> they won't be this week because they've got the, the BT <laughs> in the uh, in the Cup.
2: In oh, the, yes. Uh, Football League oh. trophy. So that should be an easy wow. Nigel Atkins is going to have fun, isn't
0: he? Yeah, he certainly will. Um, Dan and Lundaloo, his Lincoln side lost 2 0 away to Morecambe on Tuesday. Uh, he started, uh, but came off in the 77th minute. Uh, and yesterday, he played the whole 90 minutes of their 2 2 draw with Plymouth. And he also picked up a booking. Uh, and they are 16th in League One. And Will Ferries Crawley, they drew 2 2 with Harrogate Town. And Ferry played the entire 90 minutes. Uh, and Crawley lost 2-1 at Trammie Rovers yesterday. Uh, but Will Ferry picked up a knock and played no part in that loss. Maybe that's why they lost, clearly. Uh, and they have now slipped to
2: 14th in League Two. Can I, can I just jump in? I'm, I know he's not a lone E because um, he's left Saints, but he's still a youngster. Uh, Tommy O'Connor. Do you yes, see who he yes. Against I did Denver see line? who he scored against, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. put Burton Albion uh, 1-0 up. Beauty. I didn't see it, but I, I, saw,
0: I saw the reports. Everyone was right up on it, as, as, as they usually are when someone scores against them. A lot of used to play for us. So, yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Uh, the B team, however, not good stuff again. Uh, away to Birmingham City on Monday night. Uh, they were 2 0 up and lost 3 2. Another devastating loss. Uh, and home to Stoke on Friday night. 1 1, Kev. A big, big point indeed. That was well, at Staplewood. Uh, and a goal from uh, Kazima Legby, his second penalty of the season. They remain bottom of the table, of course, some four points off Birmingham. Uh, Big games coming up for them now.
2: Shit, Yeah, can't score except for penalties. Mm. Mm. Sounds familiar, doesn't
0: it? Uh, The women's, they are playing in 10 minutes uh, against Kingsham Town at home. And that's a a two o'clock kickoff. So uh, we'll look out for that
2: just on the subject of the the women i mean not southampton fc women but southampton women's fc it wasn't just kane Ramsey who'd um suffered on pitch during the week as well eleanor reed though she collapsed on pitch uh during southampton women's fc's match against Chichester city and uh, yeah I think the match was called off the, she's in hospital and recovering i think she's just going to be on the slow path to recovery, but um, yeah, definitely best of wishes to oh, speed speedy recovery to Ellen. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, wow, In that
0: this is Klaus
1: Lundgren, and you are listening to In That Number.
0: Okay, then, uh, Chelsea yesterday, Stamford Bridge lost by a score of 3 1. Goal from the penalty spot from James Ward Prowse before seeing a straight red uh, and picking up a free match ban. Uh, Chelsea goals were from Trevor Shalaba, Timo Werner later on, and Ben Chio even later. Uh, starters, changes, or two changes from the, from the Wolves' defeat. Walcott back uh, in the eleven following his layoff. Teller gets his first start instead of Elianusi, and of course Adams went to the bench. Stuart Armstrong on the bench, as we mentioned. Uh, nice, very nice. Uh, Before we get into the details of the game, I just want to say how great the Travelling fans were because they they were full of song. They were often heard over the Chelsea faithful, despite the result. You know, the fans were forever singing, even at the end, they were there and, you know, carrying on singing. So, yeah, that was fantastic to see. Yeah, certainly. Um, Right now, that's out of the way. (laughs) One nil down after nine minutes. (laughs) Trevor Shalabert alone at the back post. Another set piece. And it was just easy, really, wasn't it? No defender on the sticks. Uh, James Ward-Prowse was lost truly, wasn't he there? I don't know what he was playing at, to be honest.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure
2: what the defending strategy was there. I mean, is it zonal or man-marking? Either way you look at it, um, they didn't (laughs) carry out either of those. Um, Yeah, no players at either post. Um, Asp, Piliqueta and Celebar are completely unmarked for a corner.
0: (laughs) crazy isn't it beyond but fucking belief it is but i mean i will say this cesar as is in an offside position in mccarthy's eye line yes not even considered not even looked at let's lots to discuss from this goal alone really isn't there because you have to put players on the post from corners in my opinion and there's this modern way of defending corners with a mixture of zonal and, and man for man like you mentioned and that just leaves no one on the posts and it it keeps happening. We've seen, I saw it last week as well, there's several goals. I think it was um, Man United Aston Villa game. There's just no one on the posts anymore because they're bringing in these set piece specialists to deal with these, and it's
2: not fucking working, is it? it keeps uh, happening. No. Yeah, try that against Burnley and see how you do. <laughs> yeah. And um, as a bit of quite a, even as a little tussle with Maka, just as the ball's coming in to sort of put him off. Um, I mean, I don't know if you classify it as a, as a foul, but again... Interfering. The injuries, the interfering with play.
0: Yeah. yeah. And do you know, Kevin, that was the first time we've conceded in the first half this season. Really? Wow. Yeah, yeah that's a surprise, isn't it? It surprised me too. Yeah. Um, the, the one good chance that I think a lot of people have, have, have spoken about in that first half from us... Uh, Kai Walker-Peters did brilliant down the left. Puts in a cross for Walcott. Should have done better with it. Just headed it wide. Yeah, it's, it's weird. I mean, it's...
2: You are know, you're beautiful... Um play along the the line there, just dancing around everyone and gets the ball. It's an ideal ball in as well. And Walker, I don't know how, he's at the near post and manages to head it past the far post.
0: Yeah, he almost made it into a glancing header when it wasn't. It was a
2: glancing header, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. it it could have just been like
0: a power one, you know. That's Walker for you. That's Walker for you, yeah. First half performance, Kev. I mean, I, I... We kept them at bay for large portions, right? Because Chelsea dominated possession. You always knew that was going to happen. But they just couldn't double the lead.
2: I mean, I wouldn't say they dominated possession. Um, Half-time stats said they had 54% possession. It's a combination, wasn't it, of of luck and good play. I think, you know, when we had uh, defensive lapses, um, something went against Chelsea. I mean, it wasn't a particularly clean game from them, was it?
0: No, absolutely
2: not. I, um, I mean, no. We mentioned the uh, the interference on the corner there led to their goal. Then, yeah, off for offside, disallowed for various fouls. It was quite a lot of little, you know, niggling little fouls. Um, quite a lot for the refs from, from, from both sides. Yeah, yeah, a lot of chances for him to to get it wrong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Incidentally, I was reading a match report, and you know they've started giving marks out of ten for the referees now.
2: Really? Yes. What did, um? It was Martin Atkinson, wasn't
0: it? Yeah, it was Martin Atkinson. I gave him a six.
2: Okay. Yeah, mm, yeah reasonable, I suppose.
0: Uh, yeah, but better performance than Redmond anyway. Uh, <laughs> Lukaku did have the ball in the net at one point, but the flag was up. It's correct decision, right?
2: Yes. Yeah. But again, it's a situation that we we shouldn't be in really and that, quite easily. And, and Lug, that's Walker so. Prowse, wasn't it? Walker Prowse. Uh, Walker Prowse. <laughs> 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 Have to put um Walker Stop. Peters, uh, Paul uh, Prowse on for the, the Leeds match, just in Walker Peters' shirt and say what? <laughs> oh. That's what are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but no, yeah, just got, gets beaten too easily by Rudiger, and um, it's a, a tasty little through ball to the guy who, but yeah, doesn't time his run well. Um, flag goes up straight away. Uh, VAR, did they have to confirm it? Apparently so. <laughs> yeah, because it was uh, quite clearly offside. Um, and it was it after that decision that Tuchel got booked for slagging the referees.
0: No, no, it was after the um, the Timo Werner disallowed
2: goal that he disallowed got, goal. That yeah. was a bit
0: later on, but yeah, uh, we mentioned James Ward-Prowse there, you know, easily beaten by Rudiger. Uh, hasn't been himself this season at all, has he? And I'm going to say it right. Maybe this suspension could rejuvenate him somewhat because maybe he does need a little bit of a rest. You know, he's an iron man, and there was no way he should have been involved in that um, Sheffield United game. I mean, I know, I know he didn't start, but he come off the bench and there's just no need to bring him on. And if you're looking for a silver lining there, I guess that's it. Maybe just give him a little bit of a break. And more importantly, see how we play without him,
2: because we just don't know, do we? Well, I mean, he was going to be on a break anyway, because we've got um, an international uh, an international break coming up. and Southgate doesn't like the- him. <laughs> yeah, Southgate um, somehow managed to forget he exists. So uh,
0: well, I can see why in this in this
2: case, to be honest. Like he's not at his best. Yeah, that that,
0: that is fair. But yeah, now he gets three games off. So uh, Livramento, Kevin, always a bright spark going forward. He's always something to, to to look forward to, I guess. He tried to link up with Theo as much as he could, but I mean, let's face it, Chelsea defended pretty well. Uh, there was a moment when Hudson-Odoi was running down the left after dispossessing Tino. Uh, Tino puts his head down and he's gone. He's he's following back with the play and he caught. He catches up and puts in a fantastic tackle. That is fucking outstanding. That is incredible. You lose the ball. You don't give up. You put you put in a goal saving tackle like that. Absolutely brilliant from him. Just doesn't doesn't let it get to him. Can you, I mean, can you imagine if that was Theo or Redmond
2: losing the ball there?
0: Can you see them tracking back?
2: I mean, it, de- it depends on what mood they're in, but Tino always seems to be up for it. I thought it was Ludacris ludic- ludic- um, <laughs> who uh, dispossessed him. But yeah, I mean, he does manage to to run from one end of the pitch to the other. Um, and yeah, the other tackle he put in, beautifully timed. Yeah, just amazing. So maybe Prowse could learn from
0: him. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah. Right, how can you leave leave Tino out of the team at the moment when he's given so much effort and I kind of sympathize with Ralph over over the whole Liveramento, KWP, Perot situation because KWP's been fantastic where well, he was last season doesn't deserve to be on the bench Perot needs more time and also doesn't deserve large amounts of time on the sidelines but how can you fit them all in I suppose and he's kind of shoehorning Kai Walker Peters in just because he doesn't need to be on the bench does he but like I've said before, push, push Tino up for, further forward. and Especially as we don't have James Wood-Prowse now. Put Stu through the centre, drop Theo, Redmond, Elianusi, etc. They're all ineffective at the moment. And let's push Tino further forward. What do you think about that? Yeah, I
2: mean, I, I, we've been saying for a long time, haven't we? But um, yeah, I think if you've got uh, Pero and who's the ideal partner on the left there? Gineppo, maybe. Mm. On one wing. Um Tino, as brilliant as he is, doesn't really have a decent partner on that right wing. So maybe putting Walker Peters behind him, not having a consistent partner as well, doesn't help. Yeah, but I, I think if, if uh, yeah, he had Walker Peters behind him, that help him defensively and allow him to to push further forward. Uh, and we could have a, an effective attack down both wings because I mean, a lot of our play was coming down the left yesterday, so. Yeah, Tino didn't have you know that huge amount of uh, time on the ball, but we only did have a look in. He's looking as lively as ever.
0: Yeah, Timo Werner headed Chelsea into that 2 0 lead, only for VAR to rule it out again. Um, as Pilaquetta with the foul on Kai Walker Peters. Do you agree with that? Or was that a little little soft, a little bit harsh maybe?
2: Um... I mean, it's good they spotted it, but I mean, at the same time, Livramento was being fouled by Lukaku, and it wasn't initially clear which foul that they were looking at until they, they, they picked that one. Um, yeah, take a pick, so, <laughs>
0: either way.
2: I mean, Mike Dean at least paying lip service to being unbiased by looking at fouls against Saints for once. I suppose um, so, yeah. But it was a goal that shouldn't really have happened. It was, I, th- I think, poor defending in the build-up. Build You've got three crosses that... One cleared i mean it was a good block from Bidnarek, but he puts it straight back to guys mm. over the over the goal uh i would face a goal and then you yeah, back in again it's just yeah just too edgy and you know as the clock's ticking down in that first half you don't want to be going out two nil down
0: definitely not that could have been yeah that would have been game set and match right there wouldn't it but um
2: yeah. So lucky
0: not yeah. Uh, Timo Werner. Poor, poor Timo. You know, since moving to Chelsea, he's um, had 16 goals disallowed by the AR. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> mental. Inside, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, Tuchel picks up uh, a booking for his disgust there. Kevin Wolcott off, Diallo on. I thought Diallo did well. I thought, you know, spreading the ball around. He was looking to join in the attacks whenever we had them. Passed the ball to Livermento for the um for the penalty.
2: Yeah, yes, interesting choice. We wouldn't expect to see this from Ralph last season, but um switching to three at the back effectively with R- Romelu right back there, Bednarek on the right, and Salisu on the left. Tino and Walker Peters pushed up much higher, pile on the pressure, and um yeah, it was working. It was. It
0: certainly was, and then then you know we get we get into the area. Uh, Chilwell takes down Livermento. I say takes him down. He chops him down. Blatant, no complaints, as obvious as you can get, right? Sort of like
2: uh, Mortal Kombat sort a, of a, a scissor kick. Finish you. him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Mind you, I thought they had a Armstrong one with Man City and, and Kyle Walker was blatant. But then it, then again, you know,
2: I did. Well, I mean, look, it. I mean, Chilwell doesn't argue with it. I think you can see. And um, you can see the cameras pick up the Chelsea fans just on, on the the sidelines that. Um, sorry, behind the goal. And you can tell by their reactions. They're like, oh, fuck, <laughs> we've given one away.
0: Yeah. yeah, they're not swearing. They're just uh, they're wincing. And they're just
2: like, yeah, it's, it's awful.
0: Oops. <laughs> um, but nevertheless, a great penalty, um, ice cold. It's probably the best thing that Ward Browse has done for quite a while. He, he tucked it away.
2: Yeah, I mean, he, he, again, I don't remember him being particularly good penalty, penalty taker when he started his penalty duties, but he seems to have um, built up a lot of confidence. And yeah, do you see Mendy there channeling his inner Jirji do deck, dancing along the, the goal line to kind of put him off? <laughs> It still still gets done the wrong way. Didn't work, yeah, it didn't work.
0: Do you know his last nine goals now have been penalties or three kicks? That doesn't surprise me. So is he going is he our top scorer now? Uh no. He's um That's he's got game, uh, really? no, he has got four, hasn't he? Ah, okay, but in the league. Uh, yes. McCarthy, the save on, on Timo Werner was was incredible. And I, I I've sat and I've listened to fans saying that Forster needs to be playing and I, all of them are saying this. But really I have to ask why? Because All right. You may say he's a better keeper. Yeah, probably is. But McCarthy has done nothing wrong this season at all. And he's not the reason that we've been losing or failing to score. I mean, he's dealt with everything. Well, everything he's supposed to deal with anyway. And and pulled off some brilliant saves when he when he has no right to, I guess. He he should have been in contention for player of the month as well, I think, because I feel like he's only mentioned when he's made a mistake. And and I'm here to give him some much needed love because. That was brilliant from Maka.
2: Yeah, not by us. I mean, if he's had a good game, we're there to sing his praises.
0: Yeah, I just think it needs to be a little bit more balanced between the fans, because like I've said, there's not enough love for him even after this performance.
2: I think it's not really a fair comparison. I mean, overall, I think, yeah, Forster is the the better keeper. But um, I don't see how mccarthy should be dropped based on his performance this season and it's not fair we're playing weaker teams in the cup when forster comes out so he looks he looks good um you know still let into under kind of whatever circumstances against Sheffield united and yeah, yeah. maca yeah not always an out of 10 performer but yeah he, he definitely gives it his all certainly yeah um
0: player we haven't mentioned at all today is that uh, nathan teller um, he came off for, yeah. for, for exactly came off for, for Mr. Gineppo a, a quick word on him. Not good enough, I guess not good enough for me anyway. He's just, well, I mean, Can I asked tell t- Well, teller. is he just a one trick pony because does he just have pace? His decision-making isn't even close really, is it? There's a, a number of occasions where he looked to take on as Pellicueta and you, you've got to applaud him <laughs> for that, I suppose, but you, you've got to try and be positive on the ball, but really he wasn't even
2: close to it, to be
0: honest. And, People say modern football is all about pace, but does he actually have anything else in his locker?
2: Are we talking about Teller or Gineppo? We're talking about <laughs> Teller,
0: for goodness sake. Say the, both,
2: say the <laughs> same about both of them.
0: I suppose. But then Moose has got the tricks, hasn't he? Um,
2: yeah, he? I mean, just, you know, dancing about the, the sideline and in and out with defenders and then running it into the side netting doesn't get us anywhere either. No. Forget Jeanette for now. <laughs> Yes, um, Yeah, but yeah, like you said, Teller, he's, he's got the pace. But, you know, all the fans have been screaming, you know, what's Teller done to be left out of the team? I was. Yeah. I mean, I'd um, still
0: much I, rather give Teller a go over Redmond at
2: the moment. Yeah, you would, wouldn't you? But, but still, he, he hasn't shown that he was that much better. No, he I didn't. I think Redmond didn't have that bad a game. Are you joking?
0: No. Redmond was, I just, I've lost patience with that guy. He was useless. What did he do? Him and Armstrong up front. It went, I didn't even know they were playing. Oh,
2: Armstrong as well. Yeah. I mean, this, this is a difficult one. Um, I did feel sorry for Armstrong. Um, I mean, before Boar um, Prowse gets sent off, Armstrong has a charge forward. And he's got the choice of Teller on his left and Redmond on the right. But neither of them are willing to make a run in. So he's kind of forced into doing... Having a shot himself, and I think Thiago Silva intervenes. That is just frustrating. You know, the few chances that we do get, either it's a poor ball in, or Yatella, Redmond, you see whoever, stick it into the first defender. Um, Armstrong doesn't run into those spaces. Not yeah, not only him, but nobody seems to be creating. Yeah, yeah, it's just wrong decisions. It's just been relying much on things to create his own space. Exactly. That's what we're missing. Uh, yeah, they end up making decisions.
0: Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. And you know what? The more and more this goes on, the worse it's going to get because players like that are going to thrive on confidence.
2: Yeah, I and mean, we thought, you know, Armstrong getting his first goal in early was a was a good sign, but it's it's gone dry now. It certainly has, just like the petrol. Yes, <laughs> they've all
0: run out of fuel. They have, yeah. Uh, Kevin, the, the, the main talking quite, in the reason that we lost this game, James Ward-Prowse's red card, uh, needless, I guess, mistimed. Uh, How you telling me? Yeah, he did make a genuine attempt to get the ball, and Mendy sure. did make a poor pass, and Prowse had every right to make an attempt. I mean, they've said it on Match of the Day as well, if he gets the ball there in that area, then there's a great chance that we score. So there was a big <laughs> reward there. But did he need, yeah. did he uh, need uh, to go to ground on it, though? Did you, I mean, well, put it this way, if he'd have stayed on his feet, do you think that it would have been a
2: yellow? If, if um, Prowseys had taken the
0: speech. Yeah, sure. If he just done like a step in lunge Wait. and tackle as opposed to, with you know, got f- feet off the ground, the studs, you know. Well, yeah, possibly not. Jorginho probably would have controlled it a little bit better. But I, I just kind of sympathise with Prowseys that he had the right to go for that, you know, that errant pass from Mendy.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, th- there were positives to the performance and, um, you know, Within the last 15 minutes of the game, it's one all. You've got a chance to win it, and they were going for it. And it's pressure from Redmond, uh, who you were just slagging off. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the, good! He can the chase a ball. Well done. <laughs> well, yeah, he's putting Mendy under pressure, and it's it's not the the best of passes from him to Jorginho. And yeah, Prowse. I mean, just a fraction of a second earlier, and he probably would have got to the ball. But it was, yeah, it was late. It was badly timed. Um, The pitch was really boggy as well. I think that does come into play. Um, I never even thought that. That's a good point. Aquaplanes into him. I mean, maybe he was kind of using that to his advantage to try try and um, snatch the ball from him. But, yeah, I mean, fair play for the endeavour, but it it didn't work out very well. And I thought when the ref um, gave him a yell, I was thinking fuck me he's lucky there (laughs) because he he could have given him a red quite easily well I'm
0: convinced well Giorgino didn't help the situation at all did he because I'm convinced birth. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think VAR would have looked at this if if um Giorgino had uh, got straight back up again so I think that yellow would have stood oh he did get up in the end I mean got up in the end but after he'd like when, uh, given birth
2: uh Martin, yeah but i mean when you know Mike might shows chosen the yellow card and we think all right we're going to play on and then mike dean says oh you've forgotten i'm here if you um <laughs> but yeah by that time Georgino's is up and wondering about and um having a laugh about it i must say um perhaps he's smirking as much as i love it probably didn't help him here no no and he's got to take the blame for this for this result you know yeah, he will
0: quarter of an hour with 10 men at Stamford Bridge it is hard enough for any team isn't it but you know when you're when you're saints and you can't score it's um backs to the wall and yeah free free game suspension now Kev
2: shit yeah so yeah you will miss that Chelsea match
0: yeah in the, in the uh, EFL Cup Carabao Cup yeah he's going to miss that also
2: yeah blimey me. I mean not going back to Stanford Bridge is probably a good thing then no, back to the scene of the crime but, um, yeah, we're, we're going to miss him against Leeds and Burnley. That's right, yeah. Mm, crucial ones.
0: Really, really crucial. Well, I suppose they're yeah. all
2: crucial now, aren't they? Yeah, definitely. Um, back to VAR <laughs> you know, decision. Um, yeah, did you hear Ralph, after the match, He said that um, yeah, I knew when Mike Dean was on VAR that I referee did. would go and have a look at it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah he he's said not he's,
0: not, he's not been kind to us in the past or something, didn't he? And I was like, yeah, he knows. He knows the score. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm sure Mike Dean knows that he's been, you know, a thorn in our side. I'm sure he knows it. Maybe he's just playing up to it now. He's got to be like, do you think they look at their own stats and like, oh shit, I've, I've, uh, I, I've been re- responsible for sending off like 20 Saints players in the last year. Obviously not that
2: high. <laughs> know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think Mike Dean uh, strikes me as the sort of self-centered cunt who <laughs> googles himself. So yeah, whatever he reads there, he deserves to see. <laughs> uh,
0: no death threats, though, please. It's not worth a man's <laughs> life. It's not worth it. Yeah, Timo Werner gave them that lead late on. It was a quality goal, let's 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 say it that yeah. uh, starting off with. Uh, too much to ask for, really, wasn't it? The ten men in a in, in quarter of an hour. Uh penned back, undermans, and it was a brilliant pass from Barkley which set that up.
2: Beautiful. Yeah, and I Quetta has a lot to do and squares it straight across to, to Werner there. Um you can't just help you can't help but admire it. Um yeah, the other goals that were either allowed or disallowed. Um, weren't as beautiful as that I think if they were playing like that for the whole 90 minutes or for at least for, for the most part of it you would have said well yeah we were just completely outplayed there but a flash of brilliance like that and um, I thought we were doing well to try and hold it together at that point but yeah I think we were in I mean it took him to the eighty fourth minute, didn't it? Yeah, ten minutes to go and you think, Well, you know, could we kinda of get back in it? It's theoretically possible. Let's hope for another penalty. We could actually win this game. But yeah. <laughs> yes. Um and then
0: Redmond comes off for Elionussi, and I've said before I just thought he was anonymous. I don't think he's doing enough to get in this team at the moment, but he's obviously doing something that Ralph likes and apparently that you like. Well, like
2: I say, praise where praise is due there, he was putting on the pressure. He wasn't, you know, standing with his arms on his hips, his arms on his hips, standing with his hands on his hips in an offside position as he has done in the past. Um, he wasn't indifferent, at least. Well done. Yeah, that's that's a
0: plus for you then, Redmonds. You haven't been completely shit.
2: <laughs> Not completely shit. Yeah, I think there were there were players who were more or less completely shit i don't know i disagree i think redmond was the worst player on the pitch um well i think getting sent off was definitely oh a goal yes of course yeah. sorry uh, Brousy, yeah
0: defensively he, he was a liability as well browsey Sorry. he was wasn't say yeah, he that. was awful before that
2: mm.
0: yeah sorry redmond you weren't the worst player on the pitch <laughs> yeah. give yourself a pat on the back well done There's an improvement it is uh chill goal, kev that was impressive also uh mccarthy was unlucky there because he made a bloody good effort and you know the, 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 the build up to the play. It was a post. It was a crossbar, and it was it was a fucking bloody good shot from a left back, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, I, you know, at this point in the game where it's all going to shit. I mean, I just you know I can't I can't really handle it to be honest. <laughs> um, the players can't either. But yes, yeah, so much happens in in space of a few seconds. Um, the Kaku hits the post, and then and hits the bar. Um, and, yeah, but it comes out to Chile, he recovers it and puts in a wonderful volley. Um, Yeah, I thought Maka had saved it. But, yeah, again, uh, slight criticism that he got pushed back, you know, just an inch or two too far into the goal. And, uh, yeah, Hawkeye obviously gave it.
0: Yeah, good goal line technology is a good thing. But um, I just wish they'd have been like, well, just for the effort, you're going to win this game anyway. Let's just chalk that one off,
2: you know. Say, oh, that was a good save.
0: Nah, <laughs> yeah. you can't keep give, give that one. Yeah, and that was it. 3-1. Ultimately, the red card would cost us, and it, it did change the game entirely, because at 1-1, not only were we in it, but Chelsea didn't really look up for it either, did they? And I, I think the, the scoreline flatters them somewhat. So we had some good efforts out there. and you, McCarthy, uh, Salisu and Bednarik, I think they dealt with Lukaku well enough. Um, yes, yeah. he must be fucking difficult to defend against. You know, he he manhandled Solisu at times. But I think that's the sort of game that, that Solisu thrives on, that physical side of the play. Um, and he won't be bullied, will he? So you have to take some solace out of the fact that it, it took a, a really strong Chelsea side that late to take the points. Um, and it must yeah. have frustrated them because we heard booing from the home fans at points.
2: Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, I don't know if they're booing the referees for making those decisions. But yeah, when the, when they're walking off at half time, I don't think it was um, the, the team that they were booing. That was I booing like the to ref- think it was. <laughs> uh, but it wasn't. That. Um, yeah, but the, like you said, they, they, they really restricted Lukaku. Um, he was limited to two shots, uh, one of which was that, you know, last minute one against the post. So that's definitely achievement. And I'm sure I'm not the only one here, or well, at least uh, well, our listeners anyway, who captained Lukaku. Because you think, okay. well, if it doesn't work out for me, I'm pleased that he hasn't scored. Uh, but if it does, well, at least there's something good come out of the game. A good decision. Well, I say it would have been before, but
0: not, not so much. Um, but I guess we did the best we could in the situation we presented, right? I mean, Theo Redmond... Armstrong were just not good enough, and Teller too, I guess, and Prouty was poor. So a lot of poor performances individually, but um, I continue to be impressed with Livramento, and I thought Diallo was good. Uh, back to handled Lukaku, I thought. So yeah, that's where I stand. Uh, man of the match for you, Kevin?
2: Okay. I mean, yeah, Diallo, when, when he came in, uh, looked, looked all right. Um, I think there's, there's a few players. Uh, Walker Peters, I think he was looking... Decent as a left back, it's kind of hit and miss really from him, isn't it? Mm. Um, yeah, whether he can play on his, in his weaker foot, but um, yeah, Bednarik and Salicy to a lesser extent, I suppose. I thought I thought they had a decent match, um, getting some lovely blocks in. Uh, did get beaten in the air quite a lot though, uh, which is unfortunate. And, yeah, the, the defending on set pieces, fuck me, they've got to work on that, haven't they? Oh, God, yeah. So it's Prowse. Um, And, yeah, Romeu, uh, he's such a versatile player, apparently. I mean, um, he slipped back into a, a back three there quite nicely um, and mopped up play. And, yeah, I think they they've got someone who, in the last minutes of the game, you think, would, if you've got Romelu Lukaku against uh, Solisio Bagnaric or against Romelu, Um Yeah, I think that's that's more of a, a, a battle, isn't it? However, um, yeah. Yeah. I, love yeah, I, I mean, he, he, did, he has his poor games occasionally. So does everyone. Um, I think there's a reason that Proussi gave him the armband as he was walking off. It's just a no-brainer, and really. He's just a, such a solid performer. Um, yeah, he did pick up his... Custody early uh, <laughs> yellow card, and you think that oh, he's going to be sleeping on nice, ice, but that's he, for he, you, Kane. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, maybe it was that time he spent in the under 23s that they, they all looked at Romeo and thought, oh, he's such a stand up uh, character and just copied what he did. And now they get booked every Fucking match, <laughs> <laughs> but, but never sent off um yeah I, d- I don't know how he does it how he just um managed to turn it down a little bit so he doesn't get that second you know he knows his limits uh, yeah kick I'm not him kick early to let them be scared and then you know just ease off yeah just yeah like um like going to prison i suppose you want to stamp your authority early on it's
0: a great simile yeah <laughs> uh
2: yeah um Anyway, for all those good performances, like I said, they're, 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 yeah, you mentioned the shite performance. I, I think there's a few good performances, but I'm going to give it to a man that we've been seeing the price of for the, most of this podcast now, Maka. Um Yeah, I mean, it's strange to give man of the match to uh, a keeper when he's let in three and, well, two more that have been chalked off as well. But, I mean, how many more would it have been if he hadn't uh, put in a performance like that? Oh I mean, that that save with his left hand from Tiro Werner was just, yeah, another level really.
0: Weldy. Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. good. Good, Kevin. Well done. I'm nodding along to you at the moment, although you can't see me, but um, yeah, Livramento has got a lot in his locker, hasn't he? Like I said before, he's got the pace, he's got the desire to get forward. He can defend as we've seen as well. Positionally, he looks spot on, um, won the penalty and he's still only 18. So he's going to be a star, but I'm going to uh, continue to give the love to Macca. And, Again, like you've said, it seems strange to give him the gong when he's, you know, conceded three. But, I mean, yeah, like you've said again, he kept us in it, really. It could have been a lot more. Yeah, he was so unlucky with that third goal. But um, I'm going to give it to Macca as well. So, yeah, well played, Alex McCarthy. You are both of our man of the match. The position then, it moves us to 17th. That's one point above the relegation zone. Four points, no wins, four draws and three losses. Ugh. But uh, Burnley, Kevin, who are below us, uh, have to travel to City after the international break. And we have Leeds, of course. Uh, And speaking of Leeds.
2: Dean Hammond here. Thank you for tuning into In That Number.
0: OK, then uh, after the international break, we go to Leeds. Um, on the 16th, Saturday, the 16th of October. And with us, as
1: always, to talk through Leeds, we have Tim. Tim, how are you this week? Uh, I mean, it's not ideal in terms of the Saints right now. Uh, they're not looking too good. But personally, couldn't complain. Things are... Pretty decent so far, and excited for the planning of the trip that I'll be there in, actually, one month's time, 11-3-2021. Well, yeah, so 3 of November, or 2021.
0: Yeah, we say it the other way around.
1: Yes,
0: (laughs) yeah. Confuses the hell out of me at times when I'm looking at, uh, uh, like, giants rangers Nicks and stuff it's like what <laughs> 10th of march
1: yeah
0: leeds as i said uh saturday the 16th of october uh nickname lily whites yorkshireman yeah, yeah the whites uh the peacocks as well the bread cakes the breadcakes. <laughs> uh the Peacocks. do you know why they're called the peacocks kevin because they're a bunch of cocks <laughs> no apparently because of the old peacock pub and the new pe- peacock pub um you should know mate you fucking lived there
2: Oh, I didn't live near anywhere near End Road. <laughs> Is there a yes, pub yeah. there then that was called the Peacock?
0: I think well, Bell End Road, as we like we like to call it. I think <laughs> that was um, the, the ground was uh, put in between the two pubs, and they were called the Old Peacock and the New Peacock, I believe. So yeah, that's where uh, uh, the Peacocks comes from. But yeah. No, we didn't go to either when we went to Ellen Road. No, we? Oh, we did not. Bell End Road, Kevin. Bell End. Okay. All okay. oh, right. <laughs> uh, famous fans, either of you? Uh,
1: can't tell you. Again, give me clues. Uh,
0: Australian actor.
1: Hugh Grant. Guy Pearce. He's
0: English. Hugh Grant's a Fulham fan anyway. Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Yeah, well done. Uh, a Spice Girl.
2: Uh, Mel B.
0: Yes. Uh, lead singer of the Stereophonics. That Welsh fella. That Welsh fella, indeed. Kelly Jones. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Father Ted. Um,
2: uh, Dougal. Oh, Adelaide Yep.
0: Yeah, uh University Challenge. Paxman. Paxman. Jeremy Paxman. Uh, Irish golfer. Rory McIlroy. No, he's a Man United fan, I believe. Uh, anyway, I'll tell you, it's Patrick Harrington. He's a, a big Leeds fan, uh, apparently. They've got, they've got all the right credentials. I think out of all of those, the only person born in Leeds was Mel B. Um, actually, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know about Jeremy Paxman. I don't know where he's... Anyway, uh, Tim, Leeds. Uh, brilliant return to the Premier League last term. Uh, beat us with ease, home and away last season. Uh, five scored, and none conceded. Having a bit of a slow start this time around, despite bringing in the likes of like Junior Firpo and, and, and Dan James... Uh, home to Watford on Saturday and came out with the points and a 1-0 win. This is another big one now. Uh, two Go points ahead. directly above us. Uh, we need to start picking up points against someone, and can we do it this time? And we have over a week to consider them, I suppose. So.
1: We need to is ba- the best way to describe it. So they're sitting at 16th, so we're in 17th, and we we need the points. Uh, they're at six points. We're at four and we're one of four teams who have not won a game yet, and that includes Burnley, Norwich, and Newcastle. So, you know that Burnley and Newcastle always try to scrape through. They're doing they're doing their best with Son, Sean Deitch and oh, Steve Bruce, Steve Bruce over there, and they can go on a run at any point in time. Showing that in the last few years, while they finish lower table. <clears throat> they they're they're successful. Now, we can count on Norwich being out. So we have to be better than two other teams uh, at this point. Uh, so, but the good thing, I want to say the good thing and is the, they've had a lot of injury concerns. And so that depends on what's going to happen then uh, for after the international break. So they'll have a full week to be able to recover leading into the game uh, going on to the 16th of October. They've had a lot of center back concerns, uh, but not recently. Just we had They did bring back Cooper and Lorente, who Lorente was able to score the goal against Watford. Uh, Luke Galen's been out, and he's a tough son of a gun, and he wouldn't be out unless he absolutely had to. And then Bamford's been out for a while, so you had Rodrigo sliding in up top, which is kind of his natural position there. And so, yeah, with Dan James and Junior Furpo being their big signings over the summer, uh, lots to look forward to in terms of uh, the high press that they have. And last year, it was the ex- it was kind of the anticipated matchup, the exciting matchup with our high press versus their high press and expecting a lot. And then we just completely fell over because of that.
0: And, yeah, and they're just so. so, I mean, Bielsa's sides are just full of energy, aren't they? I mean, he, he just works them so hard. And they're making sure that they are just relentless with their pace and just
1: don't give up on anything. Absolutely. Then they usually lead the uh, the league in interceptions. And while they do press heavily, it's crazy to think about because they actually do have a decent amount of possession. You would think that they'd be a, a run and dump type style, and that's not it. That's actually more of us right now, since we have to we are not able to connect through the middle. Oh, certainly dump, yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's. Uh, I think that's a testament to Armstrong being out. Who's been our best player at being able to connect and lead between, well, Ings last year since Armstrong hasn't been in the season, hasn't been able to play this season. So, their traditional formation is a four-one-four-one, but it does move around a lot. So. Depending on when they're in their attack, it's a three-five-two. Ailing usually slid into that right center back role, but who knows when it comes to Shackleton and how that how that was all set up. I didn't catch the Leeds game this past uh, uh yesterday, and they can also slide into a four-three-three three with uh, Rafinha being able to be that right winger. It's pretty crazy, and then they'll shift to five at the back with uh, being in defense, and that's Stuart Dallas who can. Literally float around the park and do just about anything at any point in time. So hopefully, uh, with those, with the with (laughs) we can keep Luke Luke Alien out. We can keep Bamford out, and uh, that'll be our best hope in terms of being able to uh, connect and score and uh, hopefully get a win out of it. So their expected formation is going to be fairly fairly similar to what they had against Watford. Meslier in in goal. You've got Junior Firpo in left back, Cooper Lorente, and then Shackleton. Unless Ailing does come back, uh, he'll be in the right back role. Calvin Bill- Phillips holding down that DM role. Uh, the the middle the middle tier the midfield of four: Rafinha, Dallas, Click, and Dan James, along with Rodrigo up top. Now, I don't expect Bamford to be back, but Ailing is potential to come back in that time. Uh, the key battle is always going to be Rafinia. That guy is flare on flare on flare, and he's just as got as much flair as Saint Maximin, and, and it's crazy to think about. So um, we'll see what happens. And shop blocking from Salisu, and hopefully we're able to lock him down. But he's on the right side, and. You know, we don't know who's going to be there, if it's KWP or Perraud.
0: Well, it's definitely uh, not going to
1: be a left-back, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Perro, uh, I I think is... I want to say is... KWP is just great, and so Perro being dropped is not to the detriment of Perro. It's just that KWP is KWP. Um, but I do think his attack is faltered by not being left-footed. He can play defense. He can do that decently. And He's good in the role. I just think that Perot was better because of that left foot. He's shown a lot of crosses. He's shown a lot of success going forward with that. And it's it sucks that he's been dropped, but um, we'll we'll find out what happens. But going into our formation, what to expect now with Prousey being out? That's crazy to think about. Um, I'm looking at McCarthy, Tino, Bednarik, Salisu, and I do think Perot is going to come back in. I do I too. Think, yeah, I think he'll come back in. Now, here is where the change is. Uh, right at the end of the last season, uh, Stuart Armstrong did slide into that sixth role, uh, also alongside uh, JWP. I think he's going to slide back in and remain, uh, hit alongside Romeo. And then it's a crapshoot, and it seems to be that we can't drop Redmond at any point in time, although he did play up top alongside Adam Armstrong. Uh, so I think it'll be Walcott and Redmond. Now, that's maybe not who I'd prefer, but I think that's who's going to be happening. And then Adams will slide back in along with Ar- uh, Adam Armstrong up top.
0: Yeah, I can see that. But I mean, I, w- I kind of was hoping that Armstrong would slot in into the center, play a more of attacking role over um, over Romeu and then push Livramento further forward and put Kyle Walker-Peters at right back. But that's just what I prefer. But I know that's not going to happen. Uh, predictions, then. I think I'm going to go first this week. Uh, and I'm going to go for a 1-1 draw.
2: I have absolutely no idea what's going to happen in this match. Um, fuck it. 2-1 Saints win.
0: Oh, God. Yeah, you're right. You really do have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn right. Uh, uh, by the way, Alex is also going for a 1-1 draw. So nice one, Alex. Um, Tim, what are you doing?
1: Uh, I'm taking the opposite. 2-1 loss.
0: Okay. Out. Okay. out we got a draw, we've got a win, and we've got a loss. So something's got to give there. Uh, and Gemma, Kevin, is going for a customary 0-0, which I could see happening, to be honest. 0-0? hmm With our defence. <laughs> <laughs> They're not exactly lighting up the league with goals at the moment, are they? Okay, well, we go with Abby then.
2: Uh,
0: 1-1. Yay! Nice one, Abby. Uh, and Caitlin is going for a 1-0
2: Leeds. She's going 2-0 Saints okay yeah mad but i love it but i've gone for a same spin as well so i can't talk any better excellent
0: um right we have to say goodbye to tim thank you very goodbye, much guys tim. i goodbye. appreciate it
1: and uh we'll see you guys in a couple of weeks
2: absolutely oh yeah. god i hope so i hope so in that hi i'm matt Letizier, and thank you for listening to in that number
0: okay we are back with extra time and we start as always with the predictions from chelsea now, this is annoying because I had written down Chelsea 3, Saints 1, but I believe on the pod I said Saints 3, Chelsea, sorry, Chelsea 3, Saints nil. So I have to go with that, I'm afraid. Uh, you went 1-0 Chelsea, Tim went 1-1 and Alex went 1-0 Chelsea. So we all score points apart from Tim, which means the scores after Chelsea are me on eleven. You on 11, Tim on 6, and Alex on 2. Uh, wife fours, Kevin? Um, yes.
2: Everyone went for a Chelsea win. No one got 3-1, so everyone gets two points except for Gemma. Mm,
0: she went nil-nil.
2: She went nil-nil. Yeah, so at least Moon on 11, uh, Abby tied with Gemma on 8, and uh, uh, Caitlin. all of them have got 8. Yeah. Yes. Um, super
0: 6. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, I forgot to do it again on round 11. So, yeah, brilliant, brilliant stuff from me. Uh, round 11 was won by Colin Carter on 16 and he already had the lead. Uh, now, he took it to 110 points. However, round 12 happened yesterday and Laura Maratzing wins. I think that's our second in three weeks. Uh, 18 points for Laura. That's excellent. Um, and Colin Carter still had, hangs on to the lead with 117 points. Now, in the... Uh, Ugly inside Super Six, Kev. There was one bloke that got 25 points who won from that week. So he got every single result spot on, apart from one. Holy shit! Yeah, he was. He was. Well, he was. Put it this way, he was two goals away from half a million pounds. All he had. Not actually. His name's Paul Norman. So he got Chelsea to win 3-1. He got Wolves to beat Newcastle 2-1. He got Leeds to beat Watford 1-0. He got Bournemouth to beat Sheffield United 2-1. He got Blackpool to beat Blackburn 2-1. And the only thing that he got wrong was he put uh, 2-0 to Burnley over Norwich and it was 0-0. So, yeah, two goals from having a quarter of a million pounds. Just wanted to mention that that was absolutely incredible. What a score that was. I've never seen anything that close in our leagues before. So well done. It's impressive. It it is very impressive. I'll tell you what isn't impressive. My fantasy football team, Kev. Yeah.
2: Nice uh, transition there. (laughs) I was so proud of my team, and I used my wild card as well to try and um, make the most of my team, because it was really on a a slide in terms of quality. And so far, I've got 17 points. There's a lot of games going on right now, though, Kev, so don't don't beat yourself up. Yeah, I've only got two players in those games. Oh, okay.
0: Most of my and I, I, I I'm doing shit, but I've got a lot of players that are playing today. So yeah, I've,
2: um, I've
0: got Tony as my captain, and Brentford have scored. So I hope that was
2: him. Doesn't look like it so far. No. Um, Matt Markstone still the best podcaster ahead of Freddie from the Australian side and Ali from Saints Prime. And uh, top three uh, more or less the same. Uh, Bobby Brown's Magical Saints are taking quite a a, a lead. they're taking making quite a Gap on the rest of the table. Tina uh, New Newcastle United, and uh, another Aranios, Aston Villa, are second and third. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, Russian phrase this week, Kevin? Okay. So this week's Russian phrase is Is Knyazi v Gryazi? <laughs> is Knyazi the... v Gryazi? Um, yeah. I mean, normally it's um, Is Gryazi from zero to hero but I've switched it around because uh went zero. from mm. a hero to zero so yeah that's what that is it literally means uh, from a prince Knyaz is a prince Kniez. and yes is dirt oh wow is knyaz is Kniez that's
0: it really is.
2: difficult I can't I struggle with that yeah yeah grammatically it's um a bit of a nightmare as well when you reverse it but yeah um yeah from from prince to dirt <laughs> bit harsh but yeah okay um
0: a reminder yeah if you appreciate what we do uh, and you'd like to buy us a pint uh then please head over to buymeacoffee.com in that number uh next week uh we're not here um but we'll be back to normal after the Leeds game and we'll chat about that so uh until then up the saints
1: up the saints up the saints oh,